I like that little uh, desk uh, from the news, the news anchor back and forth with you the muted mic. What we're saying. Yeah, you have no idea what we're saying. Here you are, everybody. Welcome into BRV Shorts, Wade and Hayden with you, bringing you in the van for another crazy story that we found on the interwebs uh-huh. and that we want to talk about. So excited to be here. Yeah, man, this is a fun thing that we do. And you got it toasty warm up mm. in here, up in the mm. van. It was snowing today, and we got the the cast iron stove in the studio, and uh, we toasty. Yeah, I mean, legit, there's a big metal steel iron, probably, right? Pipe <laughs> yes. com- coming out the side of chimney, the building. Chimney, as they yeah. call it. Yeah, pipe, uh, chimney, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. Coming out the side of the building that's pumping out some legit fire smoke in here this is great you're short sleeved this, this isn't propane this is oak no love it and it smells good i'm gonna go home smelling like a man oh you know? yes it's a beautiful love smell it. love it where you been ah none of your damn business so did you spend some time in the snow the uh the snow today the three quarters of an inch that we got and it shut down all of the schools in the area of course. yeah for uh, all of you out there that don't know we live in the south and when snow comes everybody panics yeah there's what one plow for three counties <laughs> so i mean if you don't have one on the front of your truck with your winch i don't think we needed the plow today no no <laughs> but uh it's frigid cold, but yes, I did get out in the snow. Thank you for asking. We, uh, our new house that we live in, we've got a nice steep grade mm. of a hill that bottoms out before it goes to a creek. So it, so it was terrifying. Very fun. It got your it got your heart going every time. Literally, I thought that there was a chance that I could end up in the creek every time I went down <laughs> if I didn't put my feet out right or if I didn't roll out. But uh, it was good. The kids. Uh, Macy, uh, those of you that might not know, my daughter's five, my son is three, and they both were loving it. Wanting oh, yeah. to go head first if they could, but uh, only one wreck. So only one wreck. It was good. Uh, uh, Cole wasn't scared at all. He wanted to go down the fast. We had, you know, how, how it goes. It ends up, there's a fast lane. Oh, one yeah. that ends up going faster than every other one. And then there's a slower lane. All the physics line up just right for this one. And then if you're in a... Uh, the south in a real steep hill. A lot of times you're going to find the bumpy spots. Mm-hmm. You know the one where there's that <laughs> the big the big dip in there that could launch you off your sled. Oh yeah. So we had one of those and it caused a wreck for Macy. Oh, those are the best. It was it was fun. We would we would like make one of those. Like we would gather <laughs> gather. Oh, the with, snow. with extra snow. Oh yeah, yeah, and make yeah. it to where at the bottom there is one last. <gasps> well, you know, to, see, thanks, to launch you real good. Thanks to global warming, there's not that much snow that we don't get it anymore. When we were kids, we did. I know, man. It's just that I'm half just, a degree Celsius is killing us. Every year that there's not one of those kinds of snows, I get a little deader inside. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, but now, think of the snow. It's all Super Bowl time, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. So uh, speaking of that, it's in Atlanta, the Super Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patriots and Rams. More on that in a second. But I remember when the... The city of Atlanta. Well, uh, yeah. Again, more on that in a second. When the uh, city of Atlanta got like an inch and a half of snow, oh my god, it it shut the whole city down. There's epic pictures on the webs that you can find of the interstates. I've had to explain this, and I know you understand the difference here, but people are always like, "Why does everybody in the South panic whenever there's snow and ice?" Because it's different down here. Okay, first of all, up north where it's that dry cold, it doesn't turn into the slick ridiculous death like it does Ah, down here they would beg to differ but you can continue with your point i'm just saying dude there is a big difference that's why wind chills are always much lower down here in the south because when it's thick humid air that ice is ice yeah but still 
So the, there's we're just not used Snowballs. to it. It's kind of like the same thing <laughs> with uh, having thick skin. You know, you get used to it up there. Uh, I know. But it's still a little different. <laughs> uh, okay. It's a I'll, little I'll, different. I'll let you have that. It is a little different. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, for real, like, Atlanta, it, it shut down because it was only an inch and a half, but it was an inch and a half of, like, ice just on everything. Yeah, and they literally shut down all of the yeah, interstates. like, you couldn't drive on it. Like, like you tried, and it was just like... And it became the joke of the country. Yeah. You know, people in New York are just killing them over it. Mm-hmm. But the Super Bowl's down there. It's supposed to be bad weather this week. Um, but we've got the Patriots and the Rams. And we should have the Patriots and the Saints. Yeah, it's crazy. And everybody knows it's been blown up to the point of a lawsuit that Saints fans are trying to bring <laughs> yeah. against the NFL. Because of, oh, I, man, I wish I could remember how they quoted it. It's, um, oh, my gosh, like something about their to their happiness, like a detriment to their happiness is like one and they're of the, claiming the that they lines. they're doing it on behalf of the season ticket holders claiming oh, yeah. that because they have such a financial stake in the outcome of all of the games mm-hmm. that they have a, a legal basis to sue them and they do not they 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 cannot sue the NFL for the outcome of a game so is the reason you know cuz obviously the solution to this would be able to uh to review a pass interference which you can't currently right you know, correct so correct it's in the rule the book solution would be to include that into the rule book right to include that into the challenge possibly right. to a- allow coaches I mean, to not? challenge something like that to like, challenge no. a blown a blown call or a call that they made mm-hmm. that the coach doesn't like um but again that's also getting into discretion that's why they have referees and officials in the first place right and why they don't have yet but if in somebody Major League misses baseball, something Somebody misses something. But that's that's the game is played by humans, which yeah. aren't perfect. The game is coached by humans, which aren't perfect. True. And it's officiated by humans, which aren't perfect. And the more that we tend to change that, the more we're going to go for a result that we're never going to be happy with. And I think that... That's a fair point. It's a lot like the idea of putting, uh, getting rid of umpires in baseball and calling balls and strikes digitally based on that strike zone thing you see they on could do TV. It. I they mean, could they, totally do it. Well, they could do it on TV. Yeah. Shit, they they do it that way. They could instantly tell ball or strike based on a digital strike zone based for each hitter with mathematical precision. But that changes the game totally, one hundred percent. And and do we want that level of precision or do we want the human element? Because with HD video and the ability to kill people over a slow motion frame by frame replay, when they don't see it that way mm-hmm. in live action. It's uh, it's kind of trending that way in some sports. Man, uh, talk about if everything was just on, you know, cameras because like it already is. You know, like when they go to the instant pl- instant replay, they've got nine different camera angles at everything. Like how how's to say they couldn't put that into a computer and to an algorithm that you know they spit, could just put digital sensors in everything spits out a foul or not. You know, <laughs> screw that, <laughs> screw that. Go ahead and put my bionic arm in and everything. <laughs> So, um, I've, I've got a fun story for you tonight. Oh man. man. Yeah. Let's, let's quit with the jibber jabber. I don't really have a fun segue out of anything that we were talking about, but I think the Patriots will win in case anyone was wondering. Um, Tom, Tom Brady is going to his ninth Super Bowl nine times. God, that's so stupid. Nine it's times. so stupid, dude. Like are you kidding. Me? I can't even believe that they just are that consistent. The dude goes to the Super Bowl like 40% of his career. It's just stupid, dude. <laughs> Some people don't even start 40% of their career. They, You should, like, 
I, I, I need to give credit, but I'm just going to steal this joke. But like, it's literally just like the uh, the Patriots Invitational now. Yes, and everyone just kind of yeah, you know, takes turns getting to come face the Patriots is really what's going down there. Yeah, so it'll be fun. I think the Patriots will win. Tom Brady will ride off into the sun- sunset. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that'll be, or the Rams crush them into oblivion and then everybody gets a real big excitement out of that. I don't know. They, they got crushed last year by the Eagles. I don't think they do that this year. Yeah. Cause the Rams really shouldn't be there in the first place. So no, 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 but I got a story about another animal. (laughs) Another animal. I'm ready. We're trying to get speaking of Rams speaking. No, it's not a Ram. (laughs) It's going to be in a, uh, we'll say an aquatic animal. All right. Okay. I titled this story uh, BFG. BFG. <laughs> you, you know, I'm I'm going to interject already. Okay. But um, I, I haven't even gotten started, but please. So um, the only other thing that I know of that goes by BFG, at least originally, was the big effing gun. Yeah. What, from Doom? Duke Doom. Yeah. Yeah. And then as an adult, even though it existed as I was a child, was the... Uh, the big friendly giant. Yep, be the BFG. <laughs> and uh, so scrolling through Netflix, and apparently BFG is the, or the big friendly giant is on Netflix, and I'm like, BFG, what? Like, and I literally thought it was going to be the big effing gun, and Something then I was like, for Doom, and I was like, what? What is this movie? So yes, I'm uh, I'm ignorant, but that's my uh, BFG story. <laughs> well, my BFG stands for uh, best friend Gator. Oh, okay. Florida. Sli- slightly different. No, actually, not Florida. <laughs> I'm very disappointed. So here we are with Louisiana. the story. No. Oh, damn it. All right, I give up. The story of Joey Henney of York, Pennsylvania. Left field. Who can Left be, field, dude. Who can be seen walking around Glatfelter Community Center with an unusual friend on a leash. <laughs> a gator? <laughs> Joey's a self-proclaimed adrenaline junkie. And he says he's also not a dog or a cat person. Why would you be? He has effectively <laughs> become best friends with a four and a half foot alligator named Wally. Four and a half feet? That's just right now. Wally's still a baby. Okay. That's like 1.3 meters, dude. <clears throat> Always around <laughs> reptiles as a child. His best friend growing up owned a Gaboon Viper. One of the most deadly, like, poisonous vipers, snakes in the world. Oh, my God. Which Joey would routinely handle out of its cage and just say to his buddy, you know, if we get bit, we're going to die. Oh, my God. Okay, this is... Like, I don't fear snakes, but I fear those kinds of snakes. Quote, I'm not normal, Joey says often, and I've always been fond of gators. (laughs) He and a friend were involved in gator rescues in the past, and... A lot of people... Which I'm pro. Yeah, I'm, I'm pro that. But a lot of them buy gators as pets and release them, not realizing how big they're going to get. Mm. And they release them into the wild. Mm-hmm. N- thus, the need for these gator rescues. Of course. Thus, Some I- lady... <clears throat> oh, my God. Have I'm going to interject one more time. Good, because I'm taking a side road, too. Thank you. Have you seen this YouTube video of this... I mean, it's a horrible video. It's of a dog getting eaten by a gator. I have not. Okay, that's the summation of the story. But this, uh, these clearly redneck folks, and I'm going to go ahead and assume it's in Florida. But basically, there's a gator, you know, up on the the bank 
behind their house or wherever they are, and they're all like yelling at it, like trying to shoo it away. And then out of the out of the nowhere, this cocker spaniel that's like I guess the lady in the background yelling, it's hers, and it comes running like like and it it, it gets this gator to shoo off. Okay, so it, like it wins. And they're like, yeah, like get that damn gator dog, you know, like, and they're all excited about it. And so the gator comes back again and they keep sticking the dog after the gator. And then after a couple tries, the gator says, you know what? Uh And then just drags the the dog back out. And it's like, it's horrifying, dude. And then you just hear this lady in the background that's like, I mean, her name has to be like Gina or something. And she's just like, no. And I'm just she like sent her dog into the I'm, jaws of a gator. Let me be very clear. I it's horrifying and I would never want that to ever happen to any dog ever and I love my dogs, but you damn deserve your dog to get eaten by a gator if you're sicking your dog after a gator. I would say that's a fair statement. I was just like what the hell are y'all doing? That gator's going to eat your dog like and then the gator eats the dog and I'm just like at some point, he's going to realize Darwinism, that dog. Darwinism, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't have been the dog. <laughs> it shouldn't have been the dog. <laughs> that poor dog. I mean, that poor dog. But, I mean, what are you thinking? Should not have been the dog. No. So, my story doesn't have to do with a, a gator uh, at all. But <laughs> it's uh, it's about uh, releasing reptiles into the wild because they get too big. Okay. So, I believe on our podcast, which we haven't plugged yet. By the way, we do have a podcast. It's called uh, The Big Red Van. We're also going to share these on that podcast now, yeah. so you can listen in both places. Yeah, so uh, have you heard? Have uh, you heard? If you haven't heard. Um, anyway, it's a I, of the story where I went golfing, and I saw what I thought was a Komodo dragon. Oh, yeah, I remember this. So I'm on this redneck-ignized golf course that's next to the Tennessee River, and um, I am on hole like four, I think it is, and literally not even 20 yards, the tee box to the river. So <laughs> Komodo dragon. I tee off, and I'm by myself. Of course, I'm by myself. And uh, I get in my cart, and I go driving down the cart path, and I see what I thought was a dog, like a mid-sized dog that was off in the distance that's <laughs> sitting next to some bushes that lead down to the water. Okay. And it was facing towards the fairway. Not looking at me, just kind of facing away from the water. All right. And uh, I, as I get closer... Uh, I see it kind of like whip around. So as it's facing straight ahead and it whips towards the left, I suppose, away from me and its back and its butt come toward me. And I see this big ass tail come behind it. I know what I saw. Okay. (laughs) This big giant tail comes behind it and then it darts down the water, darts down uh, the hill and jumps into the water. Before I can get up there, it was gone and I never saw anything. Okay. So I'm like flipping out. And from that point on, I... It's like a Bigfoot sighting right now. I, I swear that I saw, like, the the neck beard that they have. You know, the extra yeah. turkey neck that they... Neck. Lizard neck that they have. <laughs> and uh, I swear I saw. I know what colors Man. it was. So I started immediately looking up pictures online. And I'm like, yeah, no, no. That looks like what it was. And it was this big, giant iguana. So... And well, it very that's, well that's, could have you know, been a people, pet. Yeah, people totally uh, do the same exact thing with gators that you talked about with iguanas. Yes. Happens a lot. Because you can just put those suckers in a tree, and they'll just go do their thing. And 
they'll probably die when the winter comes around, and that's sad, but uh, they might live. Well, Joey and his buddy decided that they were going to go try to find gators that were that kind of gator, right? <laughs> so they go rescue, rescue him, and his buddy looks at him one day and is like, hey, man, you want one? And it's like, of course, it's a rhetorical question. <laughs> jo- <laughs> rhetorical, Joey. <laughs> rhetorical. So in se- September of 2015, Wally made it home with Joey. So at first, Wally was afraid of everything, just like a new puppy might be, right? He snapped at everything with his gator jaws. Sounds very gator-like. And he was, quote, adjusting to a house instead of a swamp. So you might you might <laughs> you assume that break your gator. <laughs> you got to swamp break your gator. <laughs> Joey, uh, Wally had territorial instincts and cleared out a kitchen cupboard and made it his own domain. A kitchen cupboard. Yeah. So like, this bottom rack is mine. Yeah, he just knocked all that Tupperware and those pots and pans <laughs> and shit out, and that was his, right? Four and a half foot gator. So, <laughs> Well, this is probably young. This is young Wally, right? He had to feed Wally with tongs at first because, <laughs> quote, otherwise giving him a snack of raw chicken could result in loss of loss of digits. It's like those people that, that play with the mouth open gators and like touch their mouth and stupid shit like that. I'm like, stupid get your hand away from that thing. Joey would pick him up, comfort Wally when he was scared, and after a while he became domesticated. But Joey would often say, quote, he's still a wild animal and at any time could rip my arms off. <laughs> I want to I admit I saw a headline for this story and I want to say it was like the Huffington Post. Like, uh, so let me tell you, I read three different versions of this story. Okay, I assume you did. One of them was very bland and dry and didn't give any of this information. <laughs> when I stumbled ac- across this version of it, I was like, I hit gold. But the but the the click the clickbait of this uh, story was of the guy like laid back in a recliner with a. I didn't realize it was four and a half feet long, but what seemed like a fairly large gator just like laying off on his chest, like you would hold. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Like a you, like you'd hold like a baby puppy or something like that. You know what I mean? Like like cuddling it like this, and he's like laid back in a recliner with a gator across his chest. Yeah, yeah, that was probably baby Wally. Baby Wally. That's probably what that was. Uh, but the story doesn't end there. With Wally just being domesticated. Oh, Wally has a gator friend inside the house. <laughs> he's got two gators. Scrappy. Scrappy. A two-year-old. Like a two-year-old, slightly smaller gator. Reggie lives with Wally in a three-hundred-gallon pond that Joey built in his living room. Three hundred gallons ain't that big. In his living room. Are we talking like like sixties style with the sunken living room, and then you've got like the gator area? He said pond. <laughs> three hundred gallons is small. Not a pool. A pond. No, but. Uh... <clears throat> You would think that it would be sunken in like that. Wouldn't that be bad? Where they could though? just like slither in and slither out. Dude, imagine if you were that dude in the 60s with the sunken living room apartment that was badass, like everybody wanted. And you just turned and, it into your gator and pond. And you had a gator pond in the corner that you're like, this motherfucking gator over there. Mm-hmm. And it would always be motherfucking gator. <laughs> <laughs> that's my motherfucking gator. That's I mean, how for you, real. That's how you introduced your gator. Um, but can you guess what Scrappy and Wally's favorite TV shoes TV shows are? Maybe, Ellen. Maybe favorite movie. Ellen? No. <laughs> the The TV shows are pretty obvious. Uh, Planet Earth. No. You're in the right. Gator guys. Gator guys. Swamp boys. Oh. 
Swan. Oh, that sounds good. That's like horror for them. Yeah, I guess. Is that the one where they hunt gators? I think so. And they like kill them for yeah. their pelts and they stuff? They definitely hunt gators in that one. Yeah, that's got to be like some, Hog time and some, shit. Some body horror yeah. for gators. So his favorite movie is The Lion King. Wally watches The Lion King all the way through and will, will not budge at all the whole time, is what Joey says. And then he gets a frozen rat snack at the end. Oh, my God. Just Could you imagine if you if that's real? If you were to turn on The Lion King and then a gator would just be like... <laughs> zone out for an hour? And a, like an hour and a half. That would be that, awesome. Those cartoon animals really get him going. the light touches. <laughs> Wally could eventually top out at 15 feet. Oh, yeah. And live to be 55 to 80 years old. Yeah. So, Joey's got a lifelong companion. Joey and Wally go to schools, community centers, hospitals to cheer up kids, right? So, this gave him the idea. This was when Wally was a pet. Like, his old friend's like, you want one? That was just when he wanted Wally as a pet, right? <laughs> But taking him to schools, community centers, and hospitals, and this is where the clickbait for me kind of started to make sense, because the way they titled the article was Emotional Support Gator, right? And I'm thinking, what the hell? But then I get to reading it, and I'm like, okay, he got the idea to make him an emotional support animal after he was his pet, and this is where he got it. Uh. So he would take him to community centers. Everyone in the area loved the fact that he had his pet gator. So he would cheer up kids, and he found that it helped kids that had Tourette syndrome in the hospital to be able to chill out and all of that. So, because you better chill out around a gator, <laughs> like I guess, like it was pretty like, easy, right? Like no sudden movements. You're, You're just like, <laughs> yeah, you cuss my gator, at, it's over. <laughs> like arm gone, <laughs> toes no more. That'll chill you out. So gave him the idea to classify Wally as a service animal. So ended. It ended with the emotional support designation, just like donkeys, skunks, ferrets, animals like that can be emotional support animals. All you got to do is go online and register it. Boom. Done. You got you an emotional support animal. Doing it. Okay. So under law. I'm getting me an emotional support goat and I'm bringing that thing to work. Emotional support goat. There you go. (laughs) Done. (laughs) Under law, most states... Only dogs and what is most often miniature horses can be, quote, service animals. You can have a mini horse as a service animal? Mm-hmm. <gasps> They're smart, dude. Little Sebastian, dude. Yeah, Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> so, now it's Wally the Emotional Support Gator who goes on tours to Cabela's, Bass Pro Shops, Hell yeah. Lowe's and Home Depot. So, I mean, Joey is all about this gator. He's quoted as saying on all these tours, cats have killed more people than gators. Most well, often you know, when gators attack humans, it's because the human attacked first. He may, he may let that gator run, like, you know, free in his house or whatever, or in his little 300-gallon pond. But I'm pretty sure that whenever he does these little meet and greets, it's no, probably... dude. He's talking about when you pet him on top of the head, it clo- he closes his eyes no, like I'm a cat. About, they, they probably tape its mouth, is what I'm saying. So he's oh. like not going to be able to rip someone's arm off, regardless. You you're know? in America, so you're probably right. But because uh, I mean, I'd go pet a gator any day if its mouth was taped shut. So I'm sure you've heard the phrase before. Have you ever eaten gator? Yeah. It's like it's it's gamey, but it's like fried chicken. That's Thank how you so much, it. Hayden. This is why we are podcast connected. Thank you. I mean, so we're much. Vols, our Vol fans. So 
I mean, if you haven't gone to a tailgate where you haven't had fried gator before, then you, I don't know. Dude, there's restaurants around here that serve gator year-round yeah. just because of that. Of course. Because people have had it. So that's how I've had mm-hmm. it. I've had gator bites as an appetizer yep. in a restaurant before. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh-huh, I'll try it. Shit's delicious. Yeah. It's and a little it, gamey. You can tell that it's it's an aquatic-y flavor, but, but it's... It, Tastes, tastes like fried chicken. Like chicken. Yeah. And that's exactly what Joey heard somebody say at one of these events. He was holding the gator, mm-hmm. Wally, and here over here somebody say, I bet that gator tastes like chicken. And uh, so he was quoted as saying uh, something like, you don't hear me saying uh, what somebody's cat might taste like. <laughs> <laughs> So he's rather sensitive about Wally, but hell, he built a pond for him in his living room. So Hell yeah. That makes sense. So that's Wally, the emotional support gator uh, with Joey in York, Pennsylvania. That was uh, that was good stuff. Oh, man. Oh, man. So <laughs> you can get yourself an emotional support animal, and it can be anything. Hayden's getting a goat. Mm-hmm. What are you getting? At the big red van podcast at gmail.com. Please let me know what kind of emotional support animal that you want. So, um, like, do we have any more pluggables we got to plug? Uh, follow us, subscribe to this video, of course. Uh, if you like silly talk show, podcast, vlog, whatever you call these things these days, we just do it. Um, but at the big red van pod on all of them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Shoot us an email at the big red van podcast at gmail.com. That's a thing. It is a thing. Gmail is a thing. But yeah, so. Yeah, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Um, and I want to say one more thing. I want to say a big thank you to um, a lot of support and outreach that I have gotten. Um, those of you that know me personally um, or follow um, on the social media platforms know uh, what my wife is going through. She was diagnosed with breast cancer and we've recently been through a lot, uh, with that. So I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who has reached out. Um, we do have, uh, a GoFundMe that was set up and everyone that has donated to that has helped us reach all of our goals. Um, if there's any more information that anyone wants to get about how you can help out, we have t-shirts. So we have those kinds of things. Um, but it's also something that I'm very humble to even talk about. Uh, it's crazy what life does to you. It happens uh, without you really asking it to. Uh, but you just keep moving forward. I learn something from my wife every day with strength and uh, how you just put one foot in front of the other. So uh, it's uh, it's been a crazy journey. But I've, we're very thankful that we have a lot of support to get ourselves through it. Because um, I don't know that we could without it. Yeah, so we'll we'll add the links to that GoFundMe if you wanna if you wanna pitch in. Um, I know Wade's the last person to ask anybody for anything, so um, I'm gonna tell you guys to to help him out if you can. So, um, but yeah, you know it's it's awful tragedy, man, and you know, but we're gonna we're gonna support you with everything. And Steph's a strong lady, so we're gonna get through it. She's amazing. She's definitely my better half, and that's uh, something that's the truth. So we'll get through it, and uh, I appreciate that. Um, everybody, thank you for watching this. Come check out our podcast, and uh, we for sure will catch you on the next one.